G'day punters, welcome to the deep dive powered by puntingform.com.au, the world's best, number one, the uh, Cam Smith of Racing Databases. Jackson, how good was it? You uh, just just got up, the rest of us been up sort of since six o'clock, seven o'clock because we're adults, but you're still living that sort of in-between adult and child's life, which I'm envious of. Yep. Did you watch it? I, I, no, I went out yesterday and I'm extremely hungover and I've just woken up so I, I i have not watched any of the golf i did not know he'd won but thanks for that that's great information well done cam <laughs> uh well full credits here anyway you deserve to go out and, and destroy yourself because I, I haven't seen the actual number for the week but it's going to be a big one uh another big week you've hit a, a real purple patch of form full credit to uh, shane um is there any shows you're not doing currently and how are you handling the workload you are everywhere and you are still managing to most importantly find winners. Another good week. Uh, full credit to you, but how are you traveling? I'm oh, in a flat spot. Um, this is my eighth run for the prep this week, eighth day working. I'm a little bit flat. I jammed in an origin in between. You, know, the mm. you guys in the chat group might be aware of that. Um, and that sort of um, set me back a little bit. And then uh, I had um, Rory and Cam Smith as really strong positions uh, going into the final round. And I've had this bit of a head cold and I couldn't sleep. And I was like, fuck it, I'm getting up and I'm going to go watch it and death ride Cam Young, who um, was a great finish. Like, he, he eagled the he, he should have birdied. He should have birdied 17, yeah. which would have fucking tied the lead. So Amazing. Uh, Amazing. Uh, for not, yeah. not hitting that part on 17 because it just didn't roll in. But... um. It was a bit of a big week for, you know, sports fans. Kyrgios sort of set you off to lacking sleep early on. Then Origin didn't help with a hangover midweek. And yeah. then I, I did like a, uh, like the stewards would have questioned me if I was an apprentice, but not questioned me if I was a seasoned rider. I watched way too much of the Open uh, Thursday and Friday night. Like basically from the first tee, like I watched, I watched them tee off on Thursday and I almost watched them finish. I watched Tiger finish on Friday night. And I basically fell in a hole digging post holes. So <laughs> couldn't keep yeah. up and now I'm crook. So I can't do what I used to be able to do. But uh, really? Rob Scurry, uh, big big week for you, but a quiet week um, for horses. I think there's one to two horses we can focus on at Rose Hill. Um, how was it out there? Are the tracks bouncing back from the, the sort of heavy 14s we've been seeing? Um. Well, Rose Hill missed a lot of the rain that we got on the coast. Uh, but, yeah, heavy eight, it was definitely advantage to be in the running line or three wine line. Sort of picked that up early after I had a, a bet on the leader, you know, in the two-year-olds once again. How do you know? Why would you bet um, when you don't know the pattern? Um, but, yeah, I was on the leader looking good at the 250, and then it just fell in a hole. Um, but, yeah, I think I've seen my the first spring horse um, in the winter. Um Surprise, surprise for Uncle Chris. He's got another one, yes, an up-and-coming stayer as well from New Zealand called Lord Ardmore. But, uh, yeah, it was good to be out there. Finally got a win at Rose Hill. First one since that called-off meeting at in March. So, yeah, it's, it's good to you know, get the nose in front of Rose Hill. Since we're at Rose Hill, let's knock it over. We're going to focus on mainly the one horse and the one race. Lord Ardmore, though, just as you referenced, Rob, recorded a figure of minus 9.2. So that's 9.2 lengths above the all average for every horse in Australia on the puntinginform.com.au data. Uh, that's the biggest figure on the card. Numbers-wise, uh, to my eye, I've always it's a bit of a lackluster sort of group of ponies. But the horse we're going to look at is the winner of race nine. It's Uncle Chris again. It's Fru Moss. 
one of Phillies and Mayors, benchmark 78 in a figure of negative 5.4. Went 1.5 lengths slow for the all-average to the 600 and came home 6.9 fast. Rob, talk to me about the type, big boy. A lovely type, this one. Uh, and you know, I had an attitude that seemed really ready to race and really keen to race. I would describe it as sharp, which is not the, the usual for Waller. Chris's horse usually walk around, you know, half asleep. Um, but this was up on its toes a little bit, big in condition. Uh, I think it's the first time I've said in, in the text in about two months, good type. Um, unfortunately, we, uh, we, we couldn't back it because the figures weren't there. And I get very nervous around this sort of 215, 220. I know it's Mr. Shane's uh, Curlio's wheelhouse, but I, I, I get scared. And just thank God that I didn't go again with uh, Rachel King and the next around the similar quote, which I also thought was a moral on looks, um, but that one got done. But Brumos, I think they've probably put it away now. So um, it'll, it might come back in four to six weeks. I can't see it running again. Um, what what sort of horse is it? Like a 400 meter horse, miler? Yeah, I'd say, thinking... I, I'd say 1400, uh, 1600. It's, it's, it's tall. It's bigger than average. It's tall. It's athletic. It's strong. It's got a lovely head on it. Um, really good nature. And, you know, the way it went through the gap here for Pikey suggests that, um, you know, it's, it's got a desire to uh, chase the line. And the second horse, Sir Lemur, she's been a bit of a bit of, bit of a girlfriend for me. She's won over the last two preps. Hugh couldn't have given it a better ride and it looked the winner, but this thing picked it up in about three strides. And So um, talking yeah. about the figure and why we couldn't sort of pull the trigger at that price, it's a three from three performer all wins at 400 meters two wins on the soft six and then a soft seven and now heavy eight on saturday but it went from a, a 10 lengths below the all average which wasn't its fault they went seven and a half slow to the 600 so like this is willow sort of stay territory uh oh. first up but that when they go that slow they can't sort of create a figure that's going to you know rock your world and then at newcastle second up eight and a half slow to the 600 and recorded at a 5.3 below overall but then on Saturday, it's improved 10 lengths on that. So it's gone improved five lengths and now 10 lengths. They're always going to run a better time in town. But 1.5 slow for the all average to the 600 and come home 6.9 fast. It's really sexy work to the eye and then backs it up to the clock. Uh, could it get a little bit further? The data says probably 1600, Shane. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, it's very strong sectionals for the meeting. Um uh, yeah, it just looks like it's going to get further for sure. And um, if Rob's, you know, with seeing, like having the data and, and having um, is one thing, but having a trained eye look at the horse to see for type and improvement, that sort of thing is another. So this adds another layer, doesn't it? So Yeah, it's be a good, um, good trial sort of report when it comes back on the victims of the punch show for sure. Like with your comments, which is just added lead to the pencil, and now we get to sort of, sort of see what Shane thinks in two months months time this might be a nice horse it's out of a stallion called kitten's joy which i've never heard of um, anyone know anything about kitten's joy yeah it's a um strip club in melbourne oh sorry got that wrong <laughs> haven't heard of it seriously seriously right on that we might leave uh rose hill and sydney behind us uh full credit so we forget through a whole meeting and, and the, the track's bouncing back uh we're going to move to melbourne we're going to move to Flemington headquarters. Uh, what an outstanding surface we raced on, Jackson. They won from like literally everywhere. Full credit track staff, full credit racing Victoria, full credit, just full credit. Um, you kicked us off with a juicy winner and the biggest figure of the day in 
philosophile philosophile say that if you can good luck to you if you're trying at home because i can't hear uh it's gone out 10.2 fast enormous 13.2 fast for the all average was the race uh he was the strongest on the way home to record an overall figure of 11 minus 11.5 uh the biggest figure on the day what'd you like about this horse jacko first and then what do you think of what it did and it's parade, um, please. Yeah, yeah, well, it's just it's been busting to win a race. Well, it won a race earlier, earlier this prep at Newcastle, but uh, came down to Flemington and we backed it uh, four back behind the tearaway leader, Kia Royale. And then he just, uh, um, sorry, the, uh, it hasn't had much luck. Um, sort of been back in in on pace races um finally worse, worse in midfield uh, at Sandown, settled eight uh bigolino beat it and then the aaron bay cardinal gem race where those two settled sort of one one osl and they just dropped them is that what you're talking about yeah 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 and then we uh on in a race shape where we were just in the in in the spot the leaders compounded it was a perfect ride bo mertens uh we're probably a bit lucky here uh, at least one push the horse like that uh Freedom escape wins with any any sort of luck, and the other push push the horse probably beats us as well with even luck. So, but they we, didn't. So full credit to us or to we, you. And um, we uh, play on. Got away with one here, but um, yeah, happy days. Giga kicks recorded a figure of negative six point five. Uh, did it at both ends. Negative three to the six hundred. Negative three point five home. Nice, well rounded performance. Uh, nice sectionals versus the day. Uh, it killed him. Full credit, Lindsay, who annihilated this on the previous show. Uh, you two completely graded yourselves up, I think, from a betting point of view, and also as a consequence, me, uh, with the rumblings and then the, the sort of horse that came out of the same trial failing at Geelong on Thursday, on Friday, despite being a complete steam. Uh, how good is this horse? What, what do you think about it? They said they're going to head to the Vane Stakes in four weeks' time. Yeah, I think he. Um, I think he's as good as any two-year-old we've got down here. But that's an exceptionally low bar. Um, it, it, look, he paraded with a lot, a lot of improvement to come, and the market was kind of pretty scared. It was, like, it was even money Thursday afternoon, and it's and it touched three ninety to there. Full credit the, the mud skipper, I think they call him, Matty Cartwright, uh, replaced Jay Carr and got the job done. The horses improved its overall figure. It's now two from two. Um, pretty hard to knock. Laz Cars, though, putting it to it like that with its record and profile yeah, raised I, me I up form-wise. And, and re- like how how strong Giga Kick is, I'm great up again now. This is just going to be a great horse for me forever because Laz Cars isn't that good and it almost beat it. Shane, thoughts? More interested in the betting. Um, not too fussed about the horse. None of them are any good. Jacko's been banging on about that for six months that none of the two-year-olds here are any good and Airmen is going to kick their heads in anyway if they meet. Um, <laughs> interesting, the betting for me, I backed it because I didn't, I don't think about it. Like you've got Lindsay and Jacko both giving it a like massive kick out of the trials. Like why, why aren't you betting? Um, I didn't know. I, I didn't love its trials, to be honest. It must have been Lindsay taught me into it on the preview show, so I just yeah. backed it. And when I seen it drifting, I thought, happy days. Um not a massive amount traded on the event though, Jacko, or, or that horse really, like 250,000. Like, is this the case of, we'll just see if there's any interest in this horse and lay it out a little bit and there was no interest, so it just sort of kept getting out late yeah. because there was yeah. no there was no resistance. I, on the I think it's also, it's a case of, 
like the big boys don't know, so they don't bet. That's normal. You know, so like there was a lot of confusion here. Like the form from the trial was no good, but the there was no form from the sale victory like 160 days ago. Yeah. So it was sort of doing an R and the trial of the Sydney horse Salacel Salacel was really nice to the eye, but there was the format that was dodgy. That was the one they sorted back. But like you're saying, yeah, yeah. it wasn't a lot of money. So yeah, yeah. And I think too, I think too. Data doesn't mean anything. The young horses, I mean, this horse can go away, come back and improve, and it can trial against shit. Like, it just, they're young horses, you know. Like, it doesn't, it's not the be all and end all, you know, uh, I don't think. Um, My takeaway would be that the, the horses run a really nice figure here. Jackson's saying it's got a good scope to improve in its condition and fitness and, and, and not think, take, not worry about anything else. Um, I think it's going to improve um, around uh, back at Caulfield or back around yeah true and i think it went to like half kick half kick away at the 200 and then got a bit confused and floated and then the last 100 again was really strong so i reckon i reckon yeah. improve again at Caulfield for sure all right let's, let's talk about the um good god this really uh hinged a lot of people's days anchored a lot of multis um like what Craig Williams is doing for the for the human race is outstanding, but what he's doing for punters at the moment is probably even better. He's he riding, riding out of his he's he's ride on horrifying was like, he just taught him a lesson. Said if you're gonna let me do what I want, I'm gonna do what I want and I'm probably gonna win. But squid game, wowie. Uh this was a box ticker. The market saw it as a box ticker. It steamed, but steamed. I think it started about dollar ninety, dollar ninety-five. Yep. Uh, it's all they wanted. The form was strong. It had the uh, passive-aggressive form, inundation form, uh, massive jockey switch. Full credit to Craig for kicking it out and putting it into the race because it's not winning if he didn't. Um, looked like he was trying to hold on to it the whole way. Yep. Uh, how did it parade firstly, Jacko? It paraded well. Um, there, were, there weren't any sort of standouts at, uh, from a parade point of view. It doesn't sort of parade outstanding. There was just a typical us parade for it i thought it might get back out with the heavy tailwind and we mapped to be back you know staying at a thousand meters but um the big boys just i latched onto those closing numbers last start and said no it's now run like so three back it went negative 7.6 which is a solid number this is only a benchmark 782 on saturday right then it went negative 8.4 behind uh inundation at caulfield it's come out now and gone negative 10.9, which is nearing group figures, in my opinion. But, but but to do it out of it completely out of its comfort zone as well, mm. like if you have a look, you know, it's like hasn't broken the all average to the six the last two when it's run those figures mm. and gone out um, 11.6 to the six. Yeah, like, I think this also has proper upside. It's exciting. And uh, I look forward to seeing what they do with it next. Shane, anything thought- else to add? Or oh, Rob? I mean. I thought the horse raced very keenly. You know, I was very, very concerned um, yep. for a back marker. Um, yeah, I would like to see it um, relax a bit more, especially with such a good rider, Williams. I, was, I, I thought we were going to get beat um, all the way down the straight. Amazing. Yep. Um, not the first time the horse has done that either. Um, it's almost like it's a half intentional to, to neck it out of the gates and miss the start because a couple of times it has raced keen has put itself into the race. I know you've got to go a fair way back, but you go back to that sand down run. Might have been it's debut win. Um, oh, yeah, raced very keenly there. Um, 
It's a moral. It's a moral to be ridden cold next start, punters. If you if you're latching onto it and you think it's going to be suited on pace next start, I I would strongly recommend you don't do that. It'll be ridden cold. Just three year old said. I think it's a good thing for the horse. I would rather if I'm on it be ten lengths off them and just cop it rather than it do that again. Now, full credit to Quang Try in race five, who's uh, improved five lengths on its PB to just miss again. Three wide, no cover. Billy Egan, who interestingly enough, fascinatingly enough, had the sleeves fully down, which I took as a bad thing. And I think we were right. It wasn't a great ride. Uh, Skiffios jumped out of the ground, improved uh, 11 and a half lengths to a negative 10.5, a massive PB for the horse uh, to win the race. Anything we take out of this race at all? Um, I, I just on the sleeves quickly. Because I didn't get to talk too much about it last week because we we're running out of time. I thought when they were down this race, I thought maybe too cold because it was about minus three out there, but they were up later in the day. So I'm not sure if there's anything in that. Um, out of out of this race, this sort of typical two-year-old 1800 meter, like it looked a bit junk going in, but then they've run times and the and the top two have beaten the beaten the others by 40 lengths. So. We've got times and margins, so these these top two, I, I think Quang Tri especially being three wide, on speed, big weight, small horse, exposed top of the straight, um, and in, into that wind down the side, um, I think it's a proper, proper horse. Yeah, and in the right camp to bounce. So uh, I'm, I'm keen to follow it properly out of that race, uh, the only one I want to follow. I don't like the big spike figure of the winner. Uh, the last race we're going to talk about is race eight, and before you say it, Shane, I know we do have the half-brother to Ngawa, uh, for sale as a yearling. Uh, um has now won, well, let me bring it up for you, punters, a lot of money. Is it nudging sort of near the $400,000 mark? $371,000 it's collected. It was enormous here when not suited, I thought. Uh, it's backed up a number of big fat figures. It's a good horse. We've got the half-brother. Email jono at themailbag.com.au for racing with us. We're sending him to Troy Corston, so he knows what he's doing with the half-brother. Hopefully, I'm praying to God and doing the... um. Testicles, Westicles, Wild and Watch thing. Hopefully that continues for us. Daytona Bay, Jacko, good bet for you. Uh, that's now three from four. Improved just over five lengths now to a negative 9.2 uh, over 400 metres. Oh, I think there's a fair bit to like here. You? Yeah, it's a, it's a, a it did kind of what I expected it to do. To do like a minus nine, I'll spend like a minus seven or minus nine. Um, completely unsuited at Caulfield, held up, held up, ran the fastest last 200 of the day. A big jockey switch on, and JKR just owned the race for myself, and it was a very, very painless watch. I don't think oh, it wasn't painless because, as we spoke about, Bill Egan had the sleeves rolled all the way down there in race five when he sat three wide, no cover. And in this race, he had them rolled up three quarters, as what he does when he's riding really well. And he was peeling off our backs there on um, the horse that ran second to us, Jimmy. The- there so it's a bit wobbly uh in the straight but yeah full credit to uh daytona bay full credit moody full credit uh jay Carr. strong strong ride in the end yeah I, I i i don't think any of the horses behind uh daytona bay sort of have amazing upside but probably air levels all these horses so um fastest last my... yeah sorry mate the fastest last uh 600 and 200 of the meeting was sacred palace uh in race number nine and the fastest last 400 of the day was Lazcas, Lazcars in race number one. Let's quickly look, guys, at Belmont. We had a question uh, on Twitter about it. 
Uh, we're going to look at race four. We're going to look at Fanta, who recorded a figure of negative 3.1, which was just under. There's two horses that went slightly better than it on the, on the day. Shane, take it away. Yeah, so the question was around its first up performance at Belmont when it led and put a hole in them um, and uh, one by six and a half that day. And the query was around how it rated this time versus first up. You go back through its data, uh, this horse, uh, Fanta, P-H-A-N-T-A, um, and it's always regressed from its first up run in each of its uh, four preparations thus far. So first thing I'm saying, it's a fresh, it goes best fresh. Um, and that's, I, look, I don't know whether that's, like, that's about it. Um, you know, it's if you look at its lead time to the 600, first up this preparation went out, 2.9 fast, got home 5.2 fast, uh, recorded at 8. Uh, 8.1 below. And then Saturday just gone, went out one length fast, so 1.9 length slower overall. Come home 3.1 length slower its last 600, um, just getting the job done. So I think there's something in that, um, that it's a fresh is best. And um, you, there might be a betting opportunity there next start when it goes around the short price favourite again. Anything to note, boys, from the weekend, from the betting point of view? Fascinating drifts, fascinating firmers that we've missed. We've spoken about a few of them already. Anything else? No, not for me. No, no, no. Boys, let's finish with a horse to follow for the punt at home, please. Jackson, what do you got? Kwong try. Kwong try. Roberto, Scuzz Dog. All right. I've got something a bit, bit out wide. Folks were at the Curra. Al Riffa. <laughs> Al Riffa out of Wooden Bassett. <laughs> Just got beat at $12. Look out for it. Al Riffa out of Wooden Bassett, which is one of the top sides over there for Coolmore. Maybe you should get the old boy to buy it for us. We can uh, import it. He, he, uh, he, he, he was keen, but it's owned by an Arab, so we'll, we, we, might, we might struggle. Oh. Uh, Shane, anything? <laughs> um, I like the return of Fleet Dove. In race three, chased hard behind the flying Osamu um, over a, a trip that's short of its best. We'll see it at 1,200 next start in the right grade, and it'll be winning. Beautiful, boys. That's been the deep dive. Thanks for coming on. Thank you to punningform.com.au. We couldn't bet. We couldn't win without them. Uh, it's going to be a very big week for the mailbag and, and the boys, so stay tuned. Uh, anything else, guys, before we say goodbye? Bye for now. Bye for now.